0: Growing yeah. up, I built a lot of models. I was a... Uh, did I, you? I did, like, yeah, I like tall ships.
1: That Any time that I think I do a good job, I go on Instagram and I go, wow, I suck. Okay. <laughs> oh,
0: the worst thing wow.
2: you could possibly use. And that's what I want to talk about. Get a decent paint. I'm going I'm to give you the secret. and You're going to be like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. They sell these uh-huh. miniatures now with primer on it. Nope. Bullshit. 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 When
3: I get an idea, I got to hit it. Couple rolls of wrapping paper oh, yeah. on the back of wrapping paper. It's white and it has one-inch grids. Oh, that's. Welcome back to Roll with the Party. We are the Bakery Crew. I'm Ken. I'm Mike. I'm Jeff. I'm Lily. I'm Todd. And I'm Lisa. And we have a full house here, and we're going to talk about your tabletop role-playing game toolbox.
1: Amen. What kind of tools do you like to have at your table? Lisa, open us up. All right. So one thing that uh, I got into whenever I started role-playing was painting. Painting miniatures. Phenomenally
2: painting yeah, miniatures. Yeah, you're very good. Yes.
1: I, I'm okay. No, you know, I, anytime that I think I do a good job, I go on Instagram and I go, wow, I suck. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
4: Well, yeah. I mean, come on. It's
2: like don't go into webmd if you have a headache.
4: But yeah,
1: it, yeah, I it's get It's good
4: for people that like have as many hours as they want versus like sometimes you have to paint things for like 5 hours in, in a time frame.
1: Well, no. I mean, it's more so that you know, painting can be very therapeutic, but in in addition to that, it's investing in your in your uh, story. It's finding a, a neat miniature that you that you want to incorporate in there and bringing it to life. Mm-hmm. So painting, we've got quite a few painters here. S- who what paints do you like? Are there miniatures that you prefer over others? Is there brushes that you like? What Somebody who has never had to paint before? uh what can you do to guide them in the right direction jeff
5: so i'm, I'm going to start with one with the paint itself so i started out in warhammer 40k <laughs> and i would paint because i'm cheap Even you, you guys know that uh i would paint with uh apple barrel paints from michael's crafts oh. the, the worst thing wow. you could possibly Boo. use and that's what i want to talk about i am a cheap son of a gun and what I, what I have learned over time is you actually want to spend money on good paints. Especially don't with have, Hammer 40K. You don't right. have to buy the, the Games Workshop most expensive paints known to man. Or Vallejo. Like, but there's Army Painter. Mm-hmm. There's Reaper Paints. There's Vallejo.
2: Well, Vallejo's a little higher
5: end. A little higher end. But my point is, there's these other companies, and they, they have a higher pigment ratio in the paints So you won't have to put on as many layers, so it won't look as sloppy. And then also, they just have colors that work better for miniatures. And so that's the first thing I want to get out is you actually want to spend a little bit of money, and that alone will put you one step above the worst painter's known to man.
3: That's why I love you, Jeff, because you're sitting there talking about pigment ratios. That's something I would have never (laughs) never even thought of. I just like the way certain paints feel. I like the way they come off the brush. I like the way they look. But pigment ratios, you're you're freaking brilliant. I love you, dude. Go <laughs> ahead. Keep going. I had to just say that.
5: So the other thing is then you need to start... Uh, there are a lot of resources. When I started painting, you know, the internet was young. There wasn't a million YouTube videos and Back Instagram. Back in <laughs> Back in my day, yes. Um, but you, you need to go out and you need to start learning some styles that you, you, you can pick up. So there's some basic... Uh, Uh, things you can go after. Dry brushing is probably the first thing you should learn to do. It's going to make the biggest difference. It's pretty easy to do. Uh, It's easy to put on there. The second one I think I'd personally go with is washes. Washes are a real simple way. You paint it up the way you want it and then you put a, a black or a brown wash on it and it just, it mutes some things and it sinks into the crevices and it gives you these effects. And then you can get to all kinds of things like edge highlighting, and shading and other other types of effects you want to add on to there's a whole we could do probably an entire episode oh, or yeah. topic on uh non-metal metallics versus realistic yeah. metallics yeah. i don't think we need to get into that here but you know you just keep building on that learn a new technique and try it on a mini there are so many minis out there you you don't have to spend a ton of, mini, ton of money and you can try things and then if you don't like them simple green you throw the miniature in yep, Simple Green. Paint. It will slowly eat through that thing, and you start over.
2: But clean it off really good after you're done. Yes, yes. or else your paints you're will gonna never You're going to have the same problem. <laughs> right,
3: right. I love Army Painter brushes. They sell, if you go on Amazon or wherever, that's where I like to buy my Army Painter brushes. They have a three-pack of brown. They have the white ones and the brown ones, the handles. I got both of them, and I continue to buy those three-packs because I use those brushes like nobody's business they're the only brushes i'll use there's a certain type of like like animal in russia that they make brushes out of okay the fur or something i can't remember the name serious? of the fur. yeah and I they're supposed to be that. they're supposed to be the best miniature painting brushes well wow. i don't do all that army painter brushes they're perfect for my skill level i love them they're great reaper paints are my favorite technically not Games Workshop paints are my absolute favorite.
4: Completely disagree.
2: Yeah, I think Lisa's disagreeing with you, too. Games Workshop paints are the best, in my opinion. Well, no, about Reaper. Uh, I use use a lot of Reaper
5: Master Series
3: paints. I love
5: Reaper paints.
1: For all the times that I've tried using them, to me, they were just a little too watery. But I've always appreciated Army Painter paints. See, Mm -hmm. I, I
3: don't like Army Painter paints. I think that Reaper reds and oranges are very watery. Yes. That being said... I've done some really great things with them. I did uh, Kim's miniature. Yeah. I did her red hair with Army Painter reds and oranges. I got them to work for whatever reason. Well, I just
2: I, just like life. Like Army Painter is made for very talented individuals that can sit down and paint something in a in a sitting. Reaper Masterworks paints are made for people that know how to layer, highlight, and shadow. That's why they're thinner. You don't have to use a thinning uh, medium with Reaper paints. Right. Creeper paints, you could just go and you could paint. With some of the paints that we use, the, the cheaper stuff like Army Painter, you get a coverage. You get a nice coverage. You can use shadow, shading, et cetera. Now, I don't care. As long as you're not using Martha Stewart paint or that Apple paint, <laughs> <or> you're gold. <laughs> right. Get a decent paint. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the secret, and you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Get a decent paint. doesn't matter what. Get a real paint. Get a decent brush. Doesn't matter what, make sure it's a good brush. Don't spend a ton of money on brushes. And if you do, Lisa, what do you do for, with a brush when you spend good money oh, on it? Oh, you take care of it. You take, yes. There's brush soap out there. Okay, yes. everybody, you hear that? The most important thing, though, Kenny's okay, like, oh, yeah. Primer. There you go. Yeah, you're right. Everybody forgot about knew that. knew it as nope. soon as you said that. Now, again, Reaper, they sell these <clears throat> miniatures now with primer on it. Bullshit. Nope. Bullshit. Bullshit. I agree with that. No. Their, their primer yeah. is, it's is terrible. not terrible. <laughs> not, it's not up primer. to any snuff. Get a primer, but be smart. If you're painting a dark miniature, don't primer it white. See, I like to
3: because I want to add the grit myself. I want to add the shadows myself.
5: But there's actually, again, back to the nerdy, Yeah. there is literally color palette things where you want dark primer underneath certain colors to get the right thing. There are
2: people that primer their miniatures different colors. If they're going to do a dark suit, they tape the head up, and do black primer if they're going to do a, a, a human pale skinned human they primer the face white you can do that Let, or here's, if you go here's another one how do you paint pink uh, here's what you do there is no such thing as pink uh, oh don't worry I've, no, I've no, I, that's why I asked you there is no thing as pink <laughs> now if you're going there to there is pink no no there isn't no, 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 what no, no. are you talking about no. pink exists you basically paint it red yep that's it mm-hmm. and then you layer pink on yep. top of it yep 100% really same uh, thing you've... with same thing with orange yep. certain colors yep. orange Yeah, right
3: well, I always do orange
2: with reds and yellows. Uh, there you go. That's what because that need. is orange and it works yep. for me. because you fold the eye into seeing the color you're trying to get. But I've never heard that about pink. Oh, it's hundred percent
1: true. Huh? Totally so it basically goes against uh, uh, goes with color theory. Yeah. You know, you want to stick the cool paints with the cool colors, 100%. the warm yeah. the warm primers with the warm colors.
4: Well, it also depends because um, certain colors are warm and cool that actually combined really good together so say like blue and red that's a hot and cold but if you put them together you can see that it actually makes one pop and then when you look at the other one versus the red you can still see it
2: i think it depends too beyond all that beyond all this stuff it depends too on your idea of this is this going to be a tabletop thing that's going to die in a minute? okay yeah um agreed because you and i kenny i know we've painted so many things you 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 played orcs okay yes and the key to playing orcs and jeff will back me up with this and 40k is don't get attached to them right put as many orcs put as many on the table as as you you can can. but i have to say every every orc that you painted had a personality to it because you liked you loved your armies i did you know even though i killed them time and time again but you were the closest to beating me i'll give you props there if you paint something for five days and it's a goblin you're wasting your time unless that's what you're actually looking to do we're talking about DD.
3: if it's a 40k army and you're going to use it a lot yeah. you want every miniature to look Why not? like a masterpiece
1: i can say as an example uh we had a very large the uh the battle at the wall
0: oh yeah oh, so
1: yeah. mike had a lot of skeletons that he needed to uh make sure that were represented on the table what he had done was taking all these skeletons primered them tan
2: a bleach bone from bleach army bone. painter okay. an
1: army painter also had a pint of uh of
2: it's basically shellac dip it's, it's for shade. lack of a better yeah it's shade, it's shade.
1: and he dipped every single one of them in there and then boom you've got Min-wax. an army of
5: you guys are bringing up good Back ones but i was day. also going to say something we haven't mentioned the latest development is these contrast paints. Yeah. Yes. But that's by <laughs> Games Workshop. And, and I will, well, there are also army painters yeah, coming army out with now, oh, okay. too. And the sense. kicker is they're really neat. Some of them are awesome, and some of them suck. <laughs> but the thing that reminded me is the skeleton. They have a skeleton horde in GW. Yeah. You basically primer it, and then you put the skeleton stuff on, and you're done. Like, skeletons are done. You don't need to do anything else. You don't need to do wash, contrast, anything. Well, you could paint a skeleton army and be done, and people will think you spent hours on is it. Is tabletop legal still three colors? Yes, but you when you use contrast paint, yeah, you because can't it's their prove because it's literally oh. gut. Yeah. It'll sink into the crevices. It looks like you shaded the mini for hours. That's pretty
2: cool, actually. i have to see that. i have to check it
5: out. I have a couple things I'll, I'll okay, bring them up. Like but anyway, it, the contrast paints... Again, the problem is some of them are awesome and some of them stink. Yeah. So you kind of got to experiment or ask other painters what worked and what didn't work.
2: Now, Todd, would you ever do a foray into painting? I know that's not your wheelhouse.
0: What do they smell
2: like? Nothing, actually. No, yeah. no, no. It's no. no. actually, you're trying to be smart, but that's a good question. They're, they're mostly water-based. They're uh, water-based. Oh, shoot. Yeah. You so have to it, go to the old testers to yeah. get yeah, gro- oil-based.
0: Growing yeah. up, I built a lot of models. I was a... Did I, you really? I did, Yeah, I like tall ships. That was, oh, that's that was awesome. my thing. So Seriously? I liked, yeah, I did all the rigging and all that kind of fun stuff. But uh, I would spend entire summers in my bedroom, and, and I was... Too young and too stupid to know that, <laughs> boy. That's a lot of fumes in a very <laughs> close space. So you may have been yeah.
2: smarter along the way. I
5: probably was. That's interesting. Yeah, and, yeah. and I will say those paints still exist. Yeah. Uh, they're meant more for I'm making a tank model, yeah, or gloss, or, yeah. or, a, or yeah, a, right. a ship model, model railroading. That's where that's where I'm
2: coming no, I'm, from. I'm going to jump. Sure. I'm going to jump ship here. Everybody that's listening out there, that's a DM that's putting a model together, that's a ship. Do not rig it. If you're going to play on the boat, if you're going to move your miniatures around on a real-life 3D-printed ship, do not run rigging. Do not waste the time. Why do you, yeah. keep, why do you keep pointing at me? Because you would. Destroy that model. <laughs> because you'll destroy that. Am I wrong, though, Jeff? I,
5: I understand what you're saying, but also Look what we just went there through. is a uh, effect I'm looking for that I might, I might want to rig it. But I'm also thinking... Of using magnets and stuff so I can quickly okay, take it cool, off and put it cool. back on. I'm just Sorry. saying
0: yeah. that, that, that if you're having to move your minis around on, the, on yeah. the table in the middle of the game. That's true. And your monk wants to run up the mast and take a leap out of the crow's yeah. nest. Which gotta, somebody did. You. Possibly, yes. yeah. But.
3: <laughs> well, speaking of models, Mike taught me a trick a long time ago with Warhammer 40K stuff. If you want your models to be durable, that you're going to touch them a lot. There's nothing better than Tester's matte finish. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Not the gloss finish. I just don't like that look on my models. If you do, that's great. But, but my tabletop models, <laughs> right, uh, Tester's matte spray finish, I have only put that on as a matte spray finish on all the models I've ever painted and you turned me onto
2: that a long time ago and I've never regretted it. Now, Lisa spent probably 5 hours, maybe more. Maybe no.
1: 7. I think, it was, well, I go think it was 8.
2: I think So you eight. tell the story, please.
1: Okay, so I I was there was a point in time where they did a beholder's figure. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I wasn't
2: talking about that, but good, we'll go with that. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah cuz yeah. that's
1: the only one that stands out to me. I had primered it. I had actually done research where they talked about shading primer, where you primer it black, and then you take, say, white or gray or something, and you run it along where the light would fall. Yeah, I've read about that. Yeah, so I was, like, I was like, I'll was like, i try this, and I, I worked so hard. It turned out I beautiful. Specially, I especially I mixed the paints, which is something that you can do. If you don't like the options, you can always mix them. But I I put all this time and effort into it. I went downstairs and somebody, I don't know who, somebody had decided to put the cap for the clear coat on uniform gray.
3: Oh, no. Lisa, tell me you didn't.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Shake, 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 shake. Spray.
4: Motherfucker. I, I
2: came running downstairs i, I was
4: home I thought, that day and it yeah. was awful because she put so much detail in the eye
1: yeah i worked so, and of course what's the first thing that i hit Oh, of course that's yeah a- you sitting there putting all the different layers of color in so that you get that nice eye effect. And I was so proud of it. And shake, 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 spray. She had to go to therapy. I
5: got I, I to ask, you didn't do the test spray on the side? No, see, I said that. See, that's and, how and I was, do it. I almost got stabbed. I know that out. now. I almost got stabbed. But
1: I, I don't know. Call oh, me I crazy. That. I do that, but I I that just to
5: make sure it's spraying well. Call <laughs> me crazy. And and
1: you, of all people, should, uh, should agree would. with me that you always put the cap back where it belongs. Oh, yes. See, no, I
3: understand.
2: Understand that. See, if there's an empty thing, I put a cap on it. I really don't really care what the color oh, cap is. Man, how long yeah. did you
3: sleep on the couch after yeah. that one? I'm still there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you would be in my house yeah. too. Yeah.
2: But no, I wasn't actually talking about that, but no, well, that, that is true. Always mark your paints. Lighting. No, no. What I was talking about is if you, there's a lot of them now, clear resin models that are meant to basically stay transparent, like water elementals, fire elementals, okay, because yeah. we're staying with the clear What do you coat. do with those? Here's the thing, clear coat will take a lot of these transparent, um, semi melts we'll, it, right will take it right off. We'll take it right off. What's the paint? What's the kind of paint? I'm called? I'm using glazes right now. Yeah. Well, a clear coat will take the glaze off if you don't let it dry long enough.
4: Are and you talking th- about the sharks?
2: No, 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 I'm painting a fire elemental right
4: the now. The shark water, the yeah. water that mom did, yeah. and then she sprayed it and it came off, so then we decided to use ink instead and yeah. just not clear coat it. Just not clear
2: coat it, which worked, and it doesn't come off in your hands, Huh? which is odd. You know, you're thinking ink would come off in your hands. That's another thing, too. Don't think that paint is a be-all, end-all. Open your eyes. There's so many different mediums that you can put on a model, so many go outside if you want to really spruce up your model's base there's little twigs everywhere you got a log now you're famous for that yeah you love adding. i love doing that stuff
3: right i hate doing bases. See, that's my that no, base, kind of modeling bases are easy, oh they're the my that's least my favorite, favorite oh, thing that's so easy yeah. what just get flock white glue
2: and
1: flock? Well, there's
5: flock there's entire uh back to army painter they have
1: entire basing
5: kits mm-hmm and yeah, it's, it's no neat. fun for I've, me
1: i've got a website that actually has a wider variety that's more interesting oh, no no green. i i everybody, know there's a wider variety i'm talking about they this. have a they have
5: a basing kit just that has a whole bunch of things but no again as a model rotor there's thousands of different basing options if you want leaves if you want
2: broken uh, beer bottles bushes, yeah. whatever god lisa
1: uh, green stuff world they're they're based in uh europe But I've gotten, Mike, a lot of different things from there. They do uh, fresh blood, coagulated blood. Oh, yeah. They do slime. It's for real stuff. It's it's. And it's not gitchy.
2: It's not things that are cool and might work. This is stuff that's been tested. These are people that you do see when golden demons use this stuff. I'll 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 throw out another. I'm going to throw out another one.
5: Scenic Express. It's boring. Yeah, also unbelievable. Scenic Express has unbelievable stuff. But if you could put
2: real coagulated blood on your mini's weapon. Man, it's boring to me. There's a paint that
1: they have that you put it on and it grows ice crystals.
2: It's phenomenal.
1: So, like, those little, sometimes, and and keep in mind that it's not every single model you have to do. The big ones, you know, your model for your game. Your guy. If you have a big bad guy that you really want to impress everybody with, maybe we can talk Kenny into uh, putting on there the castle golem. When the yeah wow when the pandemic started and you know all of us were sheltered in place in our house, Mike had this wonderful idea of doing something above and beyond, and it really it took a lot of time and effort and some swearing and sweat and tears. But it was it, you, beautiful. Lisa,
2: and Lily helped a lot. Yeah, you know, you, you know they did. It
3: was it was, it was amazing. It was like what two foot tall? Yeah, uh, two and a half, about three, uh, yeah. three. Yeah, two
2: foot tall. Yeah, and then we had an individual who Kenny and I have friend are friends with shout out to him as well um he is a artist that will commission and like if you commission him to draw your character you describe your character to him and he'll draw it jonathan f jonathan f. and we'll have to actually put a link if if you don't mind Kenny, absolutely somewhere to the guy's stuff. great he's phenomenal so i said to him quietly listen i did this and i showed him pictures he went oh my god and i i want to see a castle on the ground that looks like what i'd built so he drew it specifically for the game. I put the picture of the castle out. You guys went in and adventured the castle and then got chased out. I'm not, It's a huge, long story. You got yeah. chased out. You're running for your lives. The whole castle stands up, and I go into the office and pull out the castle column and start chasing you guys with this thing that came out of the ground. It was amazing. The top was its head. You know. But uh, if you want some pictures and stuff, I'll, I'll pull it out. We'll get pictures. Yeah. Uh, back to painting. Lighting is the most
3: important thing for me. When, well, no, it's definitely not the most important thing for me. But well, it's you need to be able important. to see your miniature. I used to when when my son was little, when I only had one kid. I had a card table set up right in my family room. I had all my painting stuff on it. I had special lighting there. It was it was like my little workshop, and I did a ton of painting. That's when I painted all my Eldar. That's when I painted orcs. Um, I was really into 40k painting and I spent a ton of money until they eventually purchased. was What was the other,
2: war, the other war game you played? Malifaux. War, Malifaux. You painted those really nice I too. loved
3: it. was small little war yeah. bands. Yeah. You paint 11 miniatures and that was your army. And that was great. I painted one for a buddy of ours too. I painted yeah. an army for him. For Ed. Uh, yeah. And I, I love little projects. The orcs totally burnt me out on big projects. I love little projects. So painting D and D miniatures has now become really
2: fun for me. And you touched on something: get a good light, get yeah. a true daylight bulb. Yep. Get some, you don't need one of those magnifying glasses unless you're 80 years old. I mean, really, you can because you're seeing with the naked eye the things that people are going to look at the miniature are yeah. going to see. You don't want to enhance that that much because you're going to get really fussy. You're gonna your hands going to shake. It's just like looking through a scope of a rifle or or a bow. You don't want that. You don't want to have that. You want it's to just um, see what you see.
5: Is it OT lights? O T T? Yes. yes. Uh, yeah, a, yeah. they, have, they have a lot of daylight things that are meant for doing miniatures and crafting
3: and things like that. Because you see the real colors, too. Right. You can, you can get those at pretty much any craft store. Mm-hmm. All right. Another question for you guys. Man, I'm on a roll. Hero Forge. Oh, okay. Okay.
1: Do we Let's, really want to go there?
3: I do. I want, want to talk. I'm because I'm fine with that. I, I'll, I'll, a lot of, talk about a that. lot of people that play D&D go to Hero
2: Forge. Do you know the only person at this table who's Hero Forge miniature hasn't broken is Tots?
3: Oh, Thanks, away. Mike.
2: <laughs> I'm knocking on what? He's the only person here who's Hero Forge miniature hasn't well, broken Tots.
3: Well, let me defend Hero Forge on that. When you have the ability to make tiny models with Even tinier little knives, they're going to be brittle if you're not careful with them.
1: Okay. Counterpoint The first Hero Forge miniature that we purchased was for Lilith, and Mike was in the middle of painting her, and her face fell off.
3: That's (laughs) true. But we've bought how many Hero Forge miniatures between Uh, all of us? A lot. A A, lot. A lot. Close to 20 or 30? Probably. And that's one time where there was, okay, there was definitely something wrong with that. Didn't the hand fall off? Yeah. So
5: I I will just go with the Hero Forge. I I applaud what they're doing. I think it's really neat, especially you can custom design that key character or that key big bad, give them the exact weapons you want. It's amazing how many options they've built into their uh, character builder. Ridiculous. Uh, And I'll also, they're pushing the envelope, right? They're one of the first 3D printing, and that'll be a whole other episode. We'll talk about 3D printing. But um, they're pushing that whole, the color is built into the miniature, that is, most 3D printing is a single color of whatever. Uh, whether you're doing resin or FDM printing or even metal. It's, it's, you're palette, getting one color. The fact that they're putting colors into it, and I agree. We've seen a couple. Mike yeah, bought a couple. Yeah. They sucked. They're, they're pretty But bad. they're doing it. And it's, this is version one or and version from, zero, even if you want to call it. people
3: that can't paint or don't know a painter or have no interest in painting, it's fantastic. I agree. I agree, I agree but, but think about this. You get to version three. These things are going to be awesome. Oh, I get it. Todd?
0: Okay, see, I would be one of those guys who does not paint. And I just, I don't. I don't have the time. Uh, and at, You know, at the moment, I don't have the time mm-hmm. to do that. Um, but uh, Hero Forge, I had I had, I had had good luck with. I don't have a complicated model. I mean, I play a monk. The only weapon that he has on my model is his staff.
2: But that should already be broken about three times. I know, but it isn't. Let's, it isn't. Once again, let's, okay, let's good, knock wood on that.
0: Good um and and i do know you know one of the best painters known to man and uh fortunately i sit next to her once a week and, got, and i'm sitting next to her now and she, she did paint your miniature really <laughs> and well. she painted yeah. a yeah. fantastic yeah. job couldn't no i agree i i mean i i gave her a, lisa i gave, I gave you a, a, a printout of a picture yeah and you match the colors on the printer <laughs> And yeah. it's
3: yellow,
2: and oh, it's
3: awesome! And yellow is one of the hardest colors it's to paint. sickly terrible. It, it,
0: it was. It was. It's just such a sickly cool model. But uh, I, I just really appreciate it. My only critique of of Hero Forge, as far as their models go, is I think that some of their some of their their figures are are mis, misproportioned or disproportionate. Based on what they have. Their hands look too big. Their heads look too well, big. Well, That's called hero big. scale. Yeah.
2: That's a, yeah, it's a miniature thing called hero scale. And the heads and hands are bigger because they want people to see that. That's what people notice. But they do have a scaling thing now. Well, I, they've had it for a while where you can take your human. I think you could take them to eight foot tall or 10 yeah. foot tall as a human, you know, and keep them thin. I mean, they really did. And I agree with you. I, and actually you're going to be surprised. and least going to be surprised. The only problem I really have with hero forge, is them shipping Uh, the only problem i've ever constantly had is them giving me a broken miniature when it comes in the mail they need to figure out their shipping methods because they pack these things in in a in a bubble wrap and then send it out and ups fedex whoever just kicks it and then i get a miniature that's in three pieces yes if you contact them they send you a new one that's awesome and phenomenal
5: well, that's I was gonna say. You see it at the beginning of uh, Ace Ventura, right? Yeah, <laughs> Where yeah he's yeah. kicking the package down the hall.
4: <laughs> uh, what I want to say with Hero Forge is, I personally don't like them because how their mi- miniatures like break and stuff. But for the people who are D and D and other artists, it's a great way to imagine your character if you want to draw your character in full form.
2: You can bring it to life.
4: You can bring it to life. You can. Look at ideas from Hero Forge and use those ideas and draw it for the Do you character? know what I see
2: now a lot, Lily? People going on the Hero Forge Hero Creator and taking snapshots of it and bringing it down saying, This is my character. Yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. You see it online a lot. Yeah, yeah I've seen it. that. Oh my
2: God. People will use yeah. it as their That's character. It's a phenomenal
3: picture, idea yeah. uh, for online games. Yeah, I love it.
1: Another uh, good resource for minis that I've, I've actually run into a lot of good luck with is Etsy.
2: Oh yeah, there are
1: a lot of small business people out there that are doing really good jobs with designing miniatures and printing them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had uh, my Luxodon cleric, Althea. yeah. yeah, Althea's her her uh, miniatures beautiful. It is, and I I didn't want to get it through uh, Hero Forge Tell because why, they didn't though. have elephant feet. They didn't have
2: elephant feet. Oh, yeah. They mm-hmm. well, people feet? Yeah, yeah they yeah. have people feet. No, they feet.
1: And that just really... And Lisa even
2: know. emailed them and said they're looking forward to eventually having, you know, pachyderm feet. But for now, you'll have to buy boots.
3: There is a competitor online to Hero Forge. They're Ooh. called
2: Eldritch Foundry.
3: Okay.
1: Yeah, I've heard of them.
3: And I've looked into their stuff, and I've played around on their website, and they are... I haven't looked at it in a while, so maybe I'm misspeaking... But mm-hmm. in my opinion, I don't think they're there yet. Okay. They have some really cool options. Some of their stuff I thought looked better than Hero Forge, but they didn't have the sheer number of options. Okay. Hero Forge, what they're doing with just the sheer number, I mean, we're complaining about not having elephant feet, but they have a lot oh, of yeah. stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Well, you can add magical effects onto people's weapons now. and well, it's you, just You know
2: me. If she really wanted that and it didn't have elephant feet, I get my drum a lot. You'd yeah, cut and I make off the elephant feed, feet. And you'd make the get some green putty, and you make elephant feet. That's a pain in the ass. Well, again,
5: I don't don't want to foray too much into three D printing because that'll be a whole separate thing. Right. But my miniature factory, Colts Three D, Thingiverse. Someone might have already made the mini you want. Yep. Mm-hmm. Go find it, and then again back to Etsy. There's people that will buy those models and print them for you. They buy the files. So if you don't have a 3D printer or you don't want want to invest the couple hundred dollars it is to get into it...
2: And the knowledge base. the,
5: the, The Etsy folks will do it for you. You just say, hey, this file's on this website. I want that printed, and they will take care of it for you. There's a whole bunch of legal stuff there. That's for them to worry about. But my point is you can get those miniatures... And they will solve things like the loxodon that doesn't have Pachydermy free. Yep.
3: I'm so lazy. Hero Forge is perfect for me. I can go on there. I can spend an hour designing my character, which is super cool and fun. And picking this out and picking that out. And I just buy it. I mean, I love Hero Forge. I do. I do have some com- minor complaints about their coloring. Uh, the options, their color palette is ridiculously good. Uh, I was lazy on my last character and ordered a colored character and uh, I wasn't blown away with it but for someone who doesn't have the option to paint or doesn't know how to paint well that's fantastic.
2: like complaining your Lamborghini seats aren't comfortable right exactly or, what did you want to say Todd uh,
0: no what I wanted to say was well I had a question but uh, I, I wanted to echo what what Kenny was saying about Hero Forge. I, I had good luck with Hero Forge. I like playing around with it, and you can customize the crap out of your character, and that's really fun when you get him on the board and you start to RP and you start to move him through situations. Uh, or you, you know that that's really clever, and it's 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 neat when you look down. And, and you're playing in the game and you go, hey, that's me and I know it's me because he's carrying what I'm carrying and he's dressed the way I was dressed and this, that, and Todd, either. do you
2: know what I look forward to? I look forward to being down the game so long that you have to print another miniature because he's older now.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> no, yes. I was thinking of that months ago. I'm, I'm looking at your miniature going, he still looks like a kid. Let's wait a couple more years and we'll get you a new miniature. It's
5: You'll only going to take, no, take ten years in real time since so right. it takes six months to go through that's a right. week well, in our game. No, <laughs>
0: because see, the thing is, is that I forget what it is, and I don't have my book open, but it's like level fifteen. Oh, it you don't aged. age. <laughs> oh shit you're Well, right. when Belkus yeah. got turned into so,
3: a dragonborn, when you made the yeah. left turn, yeah, you turned. And Belkus yeah. got turned into a dragonborn.
0: I was super excited because I got to go in here and forge and make a new mini. Yeah, here. you're right. You're right yeah. now, see, I want to ask. I want to ask, especially you, forty k guys, and 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 this is really cool. I never played forty k, but I love you l- love it. love 40K. a lot of rules. Uh, so, how are you at kit bashing? And do you kit bash D anD D? Oh, I kit bash d all the time. I was a
3: champion at orc kit bashing.
2: Orcs are just kit bashing. There's no because thing but kit bashing me, with orcs.
3: I played against a guy who played a Deathwing. And Deathwing was a special unit in this special army. And I whooped his ass so often, I went and bought from England the special shoulder pads. Deathwing shoulder pads. Spent a ridiculous amount of money on them just to bring them and put them on my orcs. So next time we went down to the table it was ha look at you asshole I kill you all the time I took trophies. But that's so awesome. Cuz I'm a I'm a jerk.
5: No, that's awesome. So so I'll go kit bashing is definitely a thing especially if you're in greater modeling again I'm a model rader you do it a lot in that. Um, it's only actually in the last 5 to 10 years that you haven't had to do that in things like T&D. Yes. because a there's been so much more made available and you can customize things before you make the mini. Uh, But yes, kit bashing is a huge thing. Uh, in, in 40K bit boxes, oh you know, God. or, or yeah. entire uh, bit trays down at uh, your local game store, that's a whole thing. You can go down, oh, I need I need six extra rifles. I'm just going to go get them because no one put yep. them on their, yep. uh, on their
2: miniature. I used to call
3: miniature. Mike all the time and say, hey, I'm making a new unit of Orcs. I want to come through, look look through your bits box. I need this piece, I need this piece. He was I allowed to, to take him. anything but
2: Ultramarine yeah. stuff. That's the only yeah. thing I didn't let him have.
0: Yeah. Okay, so on the, on the same, well in the same vein as as kit bashing okay say my character did age say i want to change my monk model lisa how hard is that to unpaint and repaint given a new scheme or uh you know how many times can you do that before you really are trashing the thing
1: you're talking about just stripping the paint off and completely repainting them to sure what, look? what are, no, well, I mean that's what what they had said before, you know, soak it in some simple green, make sure you get a really good wash in it. Toothbrush. Toothbrush. Soil- yeah, I have soft green. Toothbrush. I have a I have a soft toothbrush that I Soilent use. Soil green. Um just to I know we're starting to go off on tangents with painting, so to recap, what you want to do if you want to start painting, have a little area that you can set everything up in. Good lighting is key. Make sure that you have solid primers for your miniatures. You can go to any local game store. You can go on Etsy. You can go on Games Workshop. You can go on Hero Forge and find that miniature that really sparks an interest to want to get you started. Make sure that you have decent quality brushes. Not necessarily to start get okay ones, but as you progress Make sure you get better quality brushes and make sure to take care of those brushes because that is tantamount. You don't, there is a thing with brushes where if you do them too long, they start to hook on the end. And and then they're done. And And then then they're done. So don't spend money if you're not willing to take care of your things. Make sure you get paint that works for you. Yeah, Because what might work for somebody else may not be. As was evident here. yeah, Yeah, may not be what works for you. And just practice fail figure out what you did wrong watch a lot of videos in YouTube I know Mm -hmm. that's what I did to get started yeah yeah you don't you don't need to start out as Picasso you know (laughs) start out as the four-year-old at the daycare scribbling outside the And paint
2: can be painted over yes it can yeah you know you're gonna get to a and Lisa's gonna chime in on this one where you're gonna want because you're gonna get good you're gonna think you're not and Kenny, remember the first Crimson oh, Fist you Jesus. painted? They looked they looked absolutely hideous. I know. But I said they were great. I know. You know. And now you're a better painter than me. You're going to get to the point where you go, wow, I did that. And then you're going to start looking at some of these miniatures and you're going to foul down the mold lines. Yeah. You're going to add green putty. You're going to, you're just, you're going to take your own talent and, and just excel. And don't ever get disgruntled. Really don't. just keep at it, and if you really love it and you really want to do it, keep looking and keep learning. So other than painting, other than miniatures, what
3: other tools do you like to have at the table to bring your game to life?:
2: What would you like, Todd, what would you like to see? When, when you come to play, what do you look at what are you looking for? Like maps, miniatures? What, what are you looking for that's physical besides the role-playing aspect?:
0: Well it's kind of no, it's kind of new when I first started that's all there was. It was it was pen and paper and dice. Theater of the mines of the mines. Yeah. So, we did that for years. So coming in on, on this game with the bakery crew has is is always a new adventure, literally. Um <laughs> but I, I I love I love playing D 2 D with uh, D D with, with the maps. Uh, I love I love the you know, the gridded maps. I love seeing the miniatures and I, I love those uh sorts of representations uh, on the table Uh, i like you know we've started laying because it's difficult to print large one sheets of of maps and and we have them all divided up into like 27 different right sections different sections and and that just gets kind of unwieldy but i but i like laying the you know we have transparent grid Um, tablets yeah Yeah, yeah, which is really nice that would lay on top of those and that works out really nice so I'm starting to I'm starting to feel a little bit spoiled to be honest we are very (laughs) spoiled well Jeff
2: one ups me even because Jeff has all of those uh, yeah if you uh, want if
5: you if you have the money and the space and all that kind of stuff so if you want to go super high end you've got Dwarven Forge Mm -hmm. they have so many lines of precast their resin and and plaster uh all, everything you can think of. There's dungeons and castles and swamps and forests and all that kind of stuff. If you want to go one step below, the stuff I've been collecting recently are Warlock tiles uh, by WizKids. And they're great. You can snap them together. Uh, if you're into 3D printing, there's a thing called OpenLock. Uh, that's the same thing. You can You can purchase the digital files and then mm-hmm. print whatever you want. If you want 72 of the same piece, you just print it on your 3D printer and you're good to go. Uh, you do have to paint it yourself. So that's one difference. Um, and then there's other there's other little companies. Uh, again, we've mentioned Games Workshop a lot. They have a lot of terrain that they've generated. And then also uh, some other smaller companies. There's Monster Fight Club and a few other ones that have these these uh, great ready-to-go terrain uh, that you can just throw out on your board. And just that, that 3D aspect to it just brings the it, board it is, to life. It is.
2: The only reason I don't use it is I don't have the time to set it up. One. Two, I don't care how badass that 3D terrain is. And you can find it, I'm sure. But are you going to find a sunken ship layer where a Kraken has deposited six different vessels? And you, you, okay, you can put that together. You can make it. Yeah, cool. How much is that going to cost me? How much room is that going to take up? Since when do you care about money? I get that. (laughs) But my wife's sitting across from me. Okay, realistically, not realistically, that's cool. But it's so much easier to represent it. Again, that's like Lisa and I were just talking about, and everybody who was sitting there. You're going to take three days, and you're going to paint a miniature as an enemy that you're going to kill in four turns. I'm going to take two months painting this diorama, basically, because that's what's going to be. It's going to take me two hours to set up before the game, because it is, and then it. But it's just one scene in the story. So you guys are going to leave there, and I'm going to have to take it all apart. And you've only visited it once. I loved Jeff's dungeon tiles. It was.
3: It was awesome. And
2: it it was a lot of fun
3: to play through. And something like that, because you're going to be in a dungeon again, I get it. You want to invest in that? You want to use it again for the next dungeon? It'll make sense, Mm because it's still dungeon. Uh, I'm way older school. Uh, Lisa, you go ahead
1: first, because I think it had to pertain to that stuff. And then I'll tell you how I do it. It sort of did. It was more so a question... 2d versus 3d and and you kind of touched base on that and i think honestly printing out maps is probably your best go-to save the 3d stuff for the special occasions yeah right right like when we did the battle on the wall you had a whole castle lined big Mm -hmm. wall i know it took so much time and effort So much so that you didn't, do for Fog of War, you even threw a sheet over the battlefield so (laughs) we couldn't see what What was was coming at at us. Those are the big battles, the special occasion things. Printing the 2D maps, to me, seems like the best possible option, especially if you are a group on a budget.
2: Well, shout out to Jeff at EcoTank. Jeff has saved me, I swear to God. Five thousand dollars, six thousand, seven thousand dollars. You in know ink. I put a picture up of our most recent game
3: with all your printed out maps. Yeah. I put it up on Twitter mm-hmm. and somebody said that's probably a thousand dollars worth of
2: ink right there.
3: And I said, No. Mike has the eco tank. I told him about the eco tank.
2: Do you remember do you remember all the maps we've played with over the last couple months? That's yeah. True. I haven't even went through ink yet. I still haven't filled up those tanks yet. And I've printed out tons of pictures of NPCs. See, throw throwback to a couple episodes ago. When I get an idea, I gotta hit it because I forget stuff. Yeah. So I gotta write synopsises down, I gotta print pictures out, and I put it in a folder and I put a little header on it. I have tons and tons of folders for games that we're gonna play eventually, hopefully. You know? EcoTank. Thank you, Jesus and Jeff, for ecotank. I am way cheaper than you. I'll tell you what I do.
3: And it works for me. It might not be as exciting as warlock tiles. It's definitely not as exciting as Mike's printed out maps that we put together. And if you want to see an example of that, be be sure to go. Uh, I post them on Twitter. We have an Instagram now roll with the party Instagram. You can check it all out on there. I have. Laminated. Maps that are three foot by three foot or three foot by four Mm -hmm. foot. And I get the dry erase markers. And I do the dry erase stuff. It's definitely not as exciting, but it works for me. And it helps with the Fog of War stuff. An even cheaper way to go is if you want to do something cool, go to the dollar store, get a couple rolls of wrapping paper. Oh, yeah. On the back of wrapping paper, it's white, and it has one-inch grids. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And you can draw with a permanent marker right on there as you go, and you've got all the room in the world Holy. because you've got a whole roll of wrapping paper.
0: Holy cow, I never thought of that. But I, that's- the Martha
1: Stewart of gaming. I am a cheap... Wow. <laughs> He's cheaper than me. I am a cheap, wow.
3: Wow. cheap genius. It is. No, that's, that's and awesome. I didn't come up with the wrapping paper yeah. thing. I found that online and I thought, wow, that's brilliant. I had a Toddmo. I was like, that's brilliant. I'm going to steal But the
5: that.
2: problem is it's only going to be white. Right.
3: But, eh, but Ken, we'll bring up another
5: on one. budget. You bought those dry erase, flippable little dungeon tiles. Yeah, I bought those two. And too. they're just, they're flat. Uh, they're different shapes. They're what, like two by two mm. and four, four by four, four and things like that. You build rooms. Some two by eights. Yeah. And you build your rooms up but then they're also dry erase so you can add whatever you want to them yep and then also they have the um they're basically the laminate stickers that you can yeah. reuse uh, that a lot of people are putting out and then 2d minis yeah, yeah which yeah. are also paper another minis. great product paper minis. that that are a lot less expensive than the 3d stuff and you can go out and change them up and move stuff around really easily. And they and look great. generate whatever you want. Well, and it's, yeah, it's great. For Pathfinder has
2: way. Pathfinder pawns. I use those constantly. Me too. I do too. Yeah. Because of large battles, sometimes you have to.
3: Pathfinder pawns, you get a whole bunch of them for 30 bucks, And you can use them.
4: Really? <laughs> I don't even know what that was about, so...
3: Pathfinder pawns—you get a whole bunch of them for thirty bucks. You can use them over and over again, and they are beautiful.
2: So if I have a big NPC like you guys sometimes see, I'll put out a picture of some big bad. Like it's a human though, humanoid size, nothing massive. I'll take that picture. I'll take my printer and get Lily and have her tell me how to make it smaller for you know uh, portable size. I'll put it on a piece of uh, cardboard, and now I got a Pathfinder pawn. Yep. I mean, that's just that easy. And Patreons. We didn't touch on that. Oh, Patreons. Yeah. If you want maps, go to some of these Patreons. $5 a month, you get 30 maps a week. I mean, ridiculous. A ridiculous amount.
3: And you get access to their whole library of maps a right. lot of the times, so where you can go back however many months and look at all the maps they've ever done. And right. Well, then, Mike, what do you use for your maps, your custom maps? Is it a
2: some version of Adobe? Um, well, uh, that's I, a Lily question. Yeah.
4: That's um, more me. Yeah. Um, so Mike comes with me for ideas. Um, He gives me two different maps or he gives me a map and says, hey, can you edit this? And it's a it's a process. But once you like understand it. Um, so he wanted me to add something to it. But I,
2: I had her add the temp the actual shrine in the back of a temple because I found a kraken. So I had her add the kraken to the shrine in the back of a temple map. That was a Patreon map. Yeah.
4: Mm -hmm. So you just really have to like fine edge, erase it, make sure it actually fits the scale. So I was trying to make sure that it at least looked like it belonged there instead of it. You're putting
1: the cart before the horse. What program do you use to do that?
4: Um... Sometimes I use Adobe Illustrator, that's for drawing and simple stuff. Uh, Primarily, I do Adobe Photoshop because it's simpler for editing and like cropping and all that stuff.
5: So but what I took out of this is if we slip Lily some twenties, we yeah. can find out what's coming in
2: <laughs> further no, adventures. No, no, no. no Lily, no. my very good she's, friend. She's Italian. She's she knows snitches get stitches. That's right. And she has to sleep.
3: I thought that was going a whole different direction. I thought you were saying if I slip Lily some twenties, she'll make me some
0: maps. <laughs>
4: I mean, I'll make you guys maps if I get that money. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so
0: what about the other direction? Okay, so if you if you live long enough on Instagram and you go by, now you can see people dropping the 60-inch screen into a tabletop. Yeah. And mm-hmm. now you have the 3D printing that that you can you can set up it's, it's a not live a, print, action, it's a live action exactly map, yeah. and yeah. fog of war
2: is there too yes so if you don't come around that corner you don't see the rest of the map yet you can add weather you can add waves and don't think for a minute motherfucker that if we didn't play at the bakery we wouldn't have a hundred inch tv set in a table now the problem is i'd be like lily jeff help that's that's the thing yeah. the, there yeah. gets to be a learning curve after a while yeah. which and I'm I don't smart. know if
3: I want to invest the time to do that learning. we're in our 30s and some of us are in our 40s <laughs> we are not figuring this no. out well
0: some of the demos on those they, they, I mean and I know they look pretty simple but when you when you have to go dress a set you know speaking from a, a, a film and acting point of view you know that can get pretty detailed okay you know when I want ch- chairs here I want a book here I want stuff on the tables here you know, setting up six rooms and, and things like that is maybe not as complicated as you think until you start to right. get into it. And then it becomes a time suck. There,
5: there was a Kickstarter recently. That Alchemist they actually, Dungeon. They, yes. Yeah. It, it I was got wild. It. it was. I got it. You built, you lay out, I want a six by eight room. And it auto-populated it. You said, I want a workshop. You drag and drop. And it would yeah. literally auto-populate it. Yeah. But then you could take the pieces and be like nope and you can they put a workbench here i didn't like that so you just click on it and delete it that is just why if that works as well as it advertised well i'll let you know it's it's just wild. i
0: love that it's just it's, it's insanely crazy and it worked with outdoor venues as well as indoor venues and and like i said i i think i i would love to go that direction so
1: what was the program that you used before to develop maps do you remember um, it's
2: photoshop it's just a basic the one no, that comes I use to computer. paint Oh, well, I had MapMaker, MapMaker yes. Pro. Yes, yes. And, you, um, you know, it, it's good, but there's limitations to every product. Everybody here knows that. Right. And I'm going I'm to take this in a total different direction. I still like the old fashioned using cotton for clouds. You, know? you love it. I that. mean, I just, I like building that stuff. It just gives me, it makes me invested in what I'm doing. I love the idea of having a giant hundred-inch screen TV because, to me, if you get the learning curve, it seems simpler, and eventually you can make a lot more things. But still, that limits you to the people that can actually make you the product. Well, that's why we brought Josh
3: into the group because he's younger and he was supposed to figure all that stuff out. That and didn't just, happen. No, yeah. he's being a bum.
2: That's it. That's okay though. You know, we expect that. But the the other issue is too honestly, it's time. You know, um, it's easier to put a probably easier to put a program into a hundred-inch TV. On it built into a table than it is for me to build like you just said the uh kraken's chip graveyard you know it is Mm -hmm. and um the nice thing about technology is it's going to make things easier simpler and quicker we just have to stick in there long enough well there's where i'm gonna go where are we going next my son's on this damn
5: oculus thing 24 7 when he's not at school and i could easily see taking something like alchemist dungeon you build your maps and then all your players are wearing vr headsets literally your your character walking in this 3d environment i
4: see that completely happening in the future but, with how yeah, popular vr is we're
3: living you, in 2022 <laughs> jeff's over here living in 30 Thirty thirty six. yeah
5: <laughs> i bet it's i bet it's closer than you think i oh, can I'm already sure. do it
1: yeah yeah i think you, you can already
0: do it I, ha- I have one on my oculus sorry are you serious i'm dead serious and it's it's up to like a five player dungeon crawl you're mm-hmm. rolling dice in and the whole nine yards
2: Wow. Okay. See, I'm
0: looking. See, it's you. already there.
3: Yeah, but perverts ruin all of that
2: stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Josh. Again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: Again, we're talking about Josh. Yeah. And nobody tell him I said this. I want to see if he actually listens to the yeah, show. That sounds good. Our own guide. Let's see if he actually listens to the damn show. But yeah, perverts ruin all that. Somebody's gonna turn it into a, a sex thing.
2: Well, they already have. And, well, what's that? You know. Where mommies and daddies <laughs> babies. make babies.
3: Oh. All right, stop. We want Jeff. We want Jeff to be able to
2: play this. Well, no, his family. wife. His wife. I already lost episode it. twelve. So <laughs> <Yeah. my birthday. laughs> so, but you know, because no. that place in Nebraska. <laughs> but see, I do understand that technology will have to take over at some point, and things are going to change because it happens with everything. It's happening in
1: life, and okay. I'm sure that that's going to be a whole new evolution to roll twenty. That that's going to be a game option where everybody has an Oculus and you can do it that way. But I don't, that to me takes all the imagination and the fantasy out of it.
2: I like staring at Matt's ugly face.
5: And that's
1: where I'm going to get back (sighs) to too.
5: Everything we've talked about tonight, you need none of it
1: no right no oh, I mean, you genuinely
2: none of this, set, this game. well said well said this
3: is all just happy extras
2: yeah this is this is gold on your platinum yeah you know
1: well even then you know we're talking about the lowest mid and highest level things every every group has their limit to what they could do a college student isn't going to make a giant 3d created uh, structure no, they're not going to have a television something wrapping paper is great for the college oh stuff. yeah go yeah. to Absolutely. mom's house yeah. Steal
3: or roll a wrapping now, paper.
2: no no this that, let's go way back here you don't even need any of this just like he said because you could play strictly theater of the mind yeah but todd's looking at me badly i think now 5e has made it so it's more difficult to play theater of the mind a bit for the combat yeah and, but if you don't have combat sorry you don't have D&D. Well, no, you just point,
3: make right? the table rule that what the DM says goes. Yeah, that if, works nowhere. If 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 you tell me you're within five feet of that there's gonna guy. There's going to be arguments. You can't be within five feet of the other guy. Yeah,
2: there's going to be arguments. There's arguments over knots. <laughs> so there's going to be, you're going to tell me, no, I didn't say I was there. I was in the corner. Right. Come on, You're Ken. right. But okay. we did that for years with riffs. You're right, we did, and no, we made it work. Yeah, but there was also fights with chairs and fists. There was and you're all right. kinds of issues because, right. because no, there was. I'm so you're right. glad I missed those days? Oh, yeah, you, are you are very glad. You well, missed you were those you were days. you're art trained, so you'd been just fine. You'd have been enjoying yourself. And these were a bunch of nerds that didn't have any idea what they were doing. But no, it was slap fights. Yeah, nerd rage. In life, in life, no joke. People do try to make things easier, but sometimes they make them more complicated.
1: But just as simply as that, I mean, like Ken said, you could use wrapping paper with the inch Mm -hmm. grids, and you could use coins. Mm -hmm. We we
2: did back in the day. We had coins as tokens that was your character. People play penny forty (laughs) k. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. I know. So
1: there's always there's always a way around something. You can always if you if you want to play D and D or you want to play any role playing game enough you're going to find a way within your budgetary means.
4: Like I've discussed in one of the um, episodes that I was in, I whenever I was DMing, I did it on Photoshop and I moved their characters where they wanted to be. So it's um, it's a thought of like if you want to really do it that badly, but you can't do it in person. Roll twenty. They have maps there where you can create a story through that through the map. You don't have to just be in person all the time.
2: Well, I, I know Todd's big about uh, role-playing and, and the role-playing aspect of things. And, and I agree with that. I love that. But a lot of this science and technology takes away from actual role-playing. Well, I agree. I right. mean, it, it, it separates you from the actual need to, to sit there next to somebody and do that voice. And actually, you know, how do you cheer Honest to God, how do you cheer when somebody rolls a twenty to hit and kill the final boss when you're online three hundred miles away? Do you still cheer? I mean, is it do you still they get that vibe, Discord. that energy?
4: Discord, team speak, yeah. pe- I,
5: I I agree. You're 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 gonna get maybe old, a though. little cheer, but you're not gonna get the
1: same no, thing not like a,
2: we do with like high fives. There yeah. yeah. You know, there's been hugs at our game. Like, oh it's, my
1: god. But you know, I mean, honestly, genuinely, it's different life experiences. Those of us that grew up with it when role playing was in its infancy were like, yeah, you know, grids, coins, yeah. whatever, because right. that's, that's what you needed at that time. Has it advanced immensely since oh my then? God. Absolutely. But we're not part of that generation. The, the grew up knowing what the internet was from the get.
4: so they
1: to them that is the experience because they grew up with video games and they're essentially doing a a choose your own adventure
4: the only disadvantage that i say like online is your internet goes out in the middle of a game that's yeah. the yeah. biggest that's any
2: gaming yeah yeah, but, yeah you,
3: but if the power goes out while we're down at the bakery yeah.
2: I have candles and I have tea lights and I have everything and, and, I think we, I have, and we're all food. there so you yeah. can yeah. still we we communicate cookies. that's yeah. true you now, got phone. somebody cast darkness damn it <laughs> you know what I think I, I <laughs> we, have <can't>, <laughs> we have dark vision we have dark vision I came to a realization the best thing to have at a game is people I I agree yeah people. I agree you know because if you don't have people you don't have anything else Imagination imagination, and people, I think, are the only two real things you need.
0: Now, see, as one of the, well, I don't know if I'm the only, but I'm probably the, well, no, I may be the only Gen Xer at the table. But uh, uh, as the Gen Xer, we uh, No, uh, no, yeah.
1: Mike and I. Yeah. You yeah. guys make it in? Yeah. yeah, yeah well, we I made make it cut. in. We make
0: it in on opposite ends. Yeah, then, yeah. But, uh, I'm a zennial. Uh, yeah, you would be. But, uh, I mean, I, I remember running around in the backyard where we. were. You know, the greatest thing that you could find was a a tree branch off of a fallen tree. Mm -hmm. And you go, Oh my God, this is excellent. Guess what? We're playing today. And we're going after each other like crazy. And that was fun, you know, because that's what we had. Hey, you play with a stick, you play with a box, you play with a trash can lid, sword and board, you're gone. You know, and and, and that was great. I have nothing against this stuff from the day. I, Demio was the, the game that I'm looking for, but Demio for your Oculus Quest is great. Uh, okay. i enjoyed that your that's your new, that's your new so. stick in the yard that was that that's was my new, new stick, stick in, in the yard yeah. your new box have a lot of fun with it but uh i i like all of them i just think it, it it matters how you want to exercise your mind
4: this game does a lot of imagination you have to think of different ways to go in and out of it but with certain things like i personally would want fog of war because that's just interesting to me to not know what's around the corner and then be surprised if there's a monster or there's not that's just my personal preference
1: uh segueing into what todd said before going back to the old days of uh stick and garbage can lid larping larping oh
3: Oh, nice larping
1: now, it's not something that I I've LARPed. personally done. I LARPed. I, well, I mean.
2: You did. You did, technically.
1: Going to Ren Fairs, would Let's that LARPing. be considered LARPing? Hell yeah.
0: Okay, so my brother-in-law was in the Society for Creative Anachronism, the SCA, which yeah. is a oh, yeah, huge yeah. LARPing group. And I wasn't in it, but I've been to several of those events, and I've seen I've of that. That. some of these mass melees where they will have 300 people. Coming at each other from opposite ends of a field, and going at it, and it is the coolest
5: thing. <laughs> There's a massive one north of our hometown of yeah. Pittsburgh. Yes, yeah, that happens, rock. I think, in like August. Yeah, it's it's up there. And yeah. yeah, it's, it's in August. hundreds of people camping out yep. in a field.
0: That was it. And.
5: I've even heard there's section, yeah. If you're not a member, you mm-hmm. don't you don't go in this section. There's the visitor section and then there's the true section. I worked section. with a
3: girl who who uh did that and she told me some stories, buddy. Oh,
2: stinky sex.
3: But that yeah. what that was that, Lots a, of that wasn't. A, sex. Okay, come on. Bro. But, well, that's, but that's but, what but, it is.
0: But it was great. If you wanted to go up there and and spend some time. And I've been, I've been to those things as a, as a, as a guest and uh, you go up and you role-play your way through the whole thing. Dinner. There's still role roles. Played. There's oh, still roles. And, oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. I think that
3: would be really fun.
2: It, yeah, it is a lot of fun. Yeah. So. Well, you LARPed Masquerade, didn't you? Why Vampire? do you always think that? Oh, okay. That was no. Justin then. Yes. See, I did too, though. I I, I LARPed Vampire the Masquerade. Because
1: yeah. Yeah. No. They, they went down to Oakland, and yeah. they rock, did paper, like, Rock, paper, scissors was our thing. dice. That yeah. If you
2: got into a fight, it was rock, paper, scissors. I'm, yep. gonna th- I'm gonna throw
5: out one. That's dumb. has everyone heard of the new at Disney World, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruise? Yep. Oh or, yeah, where essentially Definitely. it's a there it's a, it's a hotel that's set up as a live action role playing game. It's ridiculously expensive, and I don't think I'll be going I because of how much it costs five thousand dollars for two people for two nights, nights. Like two people yeah. Yeah. yes um, yeah. yeah. But I've heard if you're into it, it's pretty awesome. If you're not into live-action role-playing, it's probably horrible. Bet you are. Guess
2: who's going.
4: I actually know the itinerary even before they were open, open. And you could pick between Jedi or Sith to help during it. For like uh, afternoon and evening, you can help the Sith or Jedi. And it's just this whole-on storyline. And you get to try all this weird food, like blue shrimp. <laughs> Out of everything, blue shrimp.
2: But there's, in, well, we'll wrap it back in. There is a lot of stuff you can buy for your game. There's a lot of things you can do, and make, you can purchase, you can craft. There's a lot of stuff you can do. But make sure no matter what you do, you keep the game in mind. And you keep the people running in mind and make sure your imagination is the thing you work on the most
3: yeah these are these are all just suggestions of toys yeah aftermarket stuff and, which is great yeah right drive drive the car man yeah. get all the and aftermarket man. stuff yeah. if you want
1: i get mean some we've of it, really none of it at this point we've run literally the gambit of every option that you can have in your toolbox whether it be uh the college student just starting out or those of us that have played for decades and are well established in our careers and can't afford to do greater things yeah. and it's whatever works out for you and your budget and your group and i've had a lot of fun with the
3: uh maps that we draw on the dry race maps and i've had a ton of fun with the warlock tiles so really you're gonna have fun either way yeah i agree it just matters how you want to flavor it it's about the story but we came to give you ideas on how you can flavor your game. If you um. want to use some of these ideas and let us know how they worked out, please reach out to me. You can find me on Twitter. You can find me at bakerygamingcrew at gmail.com.
2: Or if you have ideas we didn't touch on because, hell, I'd love to hear new ideas. I would love it. Yeah. We, we don't know everything. And we would like to know what pretty you pretty know. close. Well, no, okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm well, kidding. But no, we would love new ideas. We, we would think love Jeff, it. you would like yeah, just give fun.
5: us give us websites. Tell us Please. where to go, check
3: things out, yeah. and then we'll look at them and, and send talk them about them here. Send them to me personally. That way, I can spring your new ideas on the rest well, of the. No group. joke. We will definitely pimp <laughs> your products. We have we will. no problem
2: with that. So if there's something you want a gamer to try out, we are heavy gamers, and we do everything, Jeff, from board gaming to when it miniature war gaming, D and D. We play everything. Give us
3: ideas, and we got the money, so we'll do it it up. And this has been another episode of Roll with the Party uh, with the Bakery Crew, and we thank you for listening. I'm Ken. I'm Mike. I'm Jeff.
4: I'm Lily. I'm Todd. And
3: I'm Lisa. Still? Are you sure?
4: Still. Uh, Yeah. Okay. That's her.
3: That's her. And we are the Bakery Gaming Crew. Thank you for listening. (laughs)